On this episode, we have Amy, the kitchen fairy, and you're gonna love what we learned from her. Yes, she goes over how to systemize your meal prepping and how she learned all of this stuff in Italy and how it inspired her to help the modern day mom and the modern day family into really loving cooking because we all know how much we sometimes hate it. Yeah, and she brought this fun and artistry so fun. <laughs> and um, desire, and it's it's simple. It's just things we didn't learn and how to make our kitchen set up for the ease. You can probably hear our food cooking right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> we made us so hungry. Oh, yeah, she was such a light and such a little sparkle to learning a holistic healing modality of just cooking for yourself, high vibrational food, systemizing, grabbing and going. And so we're really excited for you to listen to Amy tonight. Uh, get your earbuds and take a listen. Welcome to the Magical Holistic Healing Arts Podcast, where you learn how to raise your vibe, explore your magic and embody your authentic power. I'm Lynn Hicks. I'm Erica Hicks. And we're the mother-daughter duo inspiring transformation through holistic lifestyle and conscious living. We bring water to the conversation because no one else is. We know hydrogen-rich water is the key to longevity and vitality. Life's about flowing, so this is the easiest way to upgrade your health and mindset. High Vibe Water. Join our revolution and new paradigm biz at the Magical Holistic Healing Arts podcast.wordpress.com. Cheers. Hydrate your, your life with us. us. Today we welcome Amy Chivica and she is the kitchen fairy and I'm going to let her take it away and ask her, Amy, what is your magical art? I love that question. Thank you for having me before we jump in because we're so excited. My magical art is helping people fall in love with food that heal them instead of hurt them. And I have a special sparkle that I can bring to the kitchen, whether I am giving you a cooking lesson or I'm actually in your kitchen cooking for you. I want to inspire you to love your kitchen, love food, and not be at all fighting the ups and downs that we all feel and have felt um, with food in our in our uncomfortable or unsure way of, of not knowing when and where to eat and what to eat and all of the, the impact that we have and the input we're getting from social media about this. I'm going to help you get through that, understand and learn to listen to your body and fall in love with food. Ooh, I like that. It reminds me of um, Mother Maya, who is an Ayurvedic woman um, okay. practitioner, and she would have retreats and she's still alive and really talked about the feminine and it's not just feminine, but it's the nourishing principle, the yin and how women falling back in love with their kitchen would change the health of everybody. Mm. Yes, it so would. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I personally love cooking, but I do come to that point of like, I'm cooking the same thing or, you know, what to cook. It's the same vegetables at the store all the time. So yeah, we love to hear like how you help people, clients, um, like do that, I guess, or try to pick what works for their bodies, as you said. 
Right. So it's, it's an interesting journey. I hated cooking as a young person. I was like, this, this is not fun. My, my, I grew up in a family that was on a farm and my mother grew vegetables and she made homemade bread and I did not appreciate it at all. I apologize every time I see her now. I'm sorry, mom. I would love to have your homemade bread. But as a child, I wanted Wonder Bread because that's what everybody else had at school, right? And I ended up married and living in Italy. And in Italy, the question of the day is, what are you making for lunch? And I'm like, sandwiches? Because that's what (laughs) Americans eat, right? And my husband did all the cooking beyond that. So I didn't have to worry about it. And then he decided that he wanted to study for a second degree. And so it was like, well, you can take over the cooking. And I was like, "Ah, please, no, please, no. And pulling my hair out the first year was just traumatic. Right. (laughs) And yet I learned to watch the ladies there and to absorb the love that is put into food. That's the secret ingredient. It is it, and it's simple, like keeping things simple and keeping things functional. One thing I refused to do, though, was to cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner because the children and the men come home for lunch. You don't get a break. Like, that's why they're asking me what's for lunch. And I'm just like, oh, oh, no breaks. This is horrible. And there's no fast food. Like, that, that's just, this isn't there. So we, I, I fumbled through it but I wanted to make sure that I was able to have processes in my kitchen, which I later learned as I put things together, that this is called meal prepping. And so I started utilizing systems in my own kitchen to have meals ready or to have like, I'd buy all my amazing vegetables and I'd have them all prepared. And so I was coming back to the States and seeing the frantic energy that people have around food and not, not, I mean, A lot of people like to cook and they don't mind cooking on a weekend or when they're in the mood. My focus is the day-to-day, is the breakfast, lunch, and dinner that is on the go, that is during and around our, if we're business owners, are we eating lunch? Are we making sure we have nourishment? A a family, are you having meals, you know, drive-through meals because you've got sports and everything like that? No, we, if we have a system set in place, we can have meals that are nourishing and, and better for us. So I created a business called Amy in your kitchen, and I would go into people's homes and I would fix and fill the refrigerator with whatever they needed to get through the week, whether it was breakfast, lunch, dinner, family portions, individual portions, whatever they needed. And my clients could see a change in their physical selves from eating healthy food. They weren't eating out and they weren't worried about what food was next. I mean, think of, you start thinking around, you know, middle of the afternoon, oh my gosh, what am I going to make for dinner? I don't even know. And that's stressful. So taking that whole layer of stress off of people truly has changed their lives. Fast forward, I found a woman who wanted me there paid a lot for me to be there to do 21 meals a week. And then she was only eating three or four. And I was like, what, what? And she wanted me to keep coming back. And she's like, well, just give the meals away that I haven't eaten. I was like, okay, so, but hello, 
what is this? What is the psychology around this? And so I did research and I found the Institute for the Psychology of Eating. And oh my gosh, blew my mind. And I totally fell in love with the simplicity of the concepts of how to have balance in our lives, how to enjoy food and not let it be a burden on our shoulders. So now I have a weekly meal service in my hometown. I have a monthly meal service where I will fly to you so far in any state. Um, and I will fill your freezer with meals for four to five weeks, as well as leave you a whole week of absolutely fresh meals. So you've got about six weeks of food and, or I also cook for retreats because my, my absolute pleasure is to see people enjoying the food. And when I'm in somebody's kitchen and filling the refrigerator, I don't often get to do that. So I found, I cooked for a retreat and I was like, oh, this is my hobby. This is more so much fun. Um, and so that's kind of something that I've integrated in the last couple of years into my service as well. And then I have a coaching program that's called the Food is Love Experience. And it explores who you are as an eater, your history as an eater and how to move forward without that burden of stress. And whether that's me teaching you to love your kitchen the way I do, or me coming and actually doing the food for you, we are going to make the food an absolute pleasure and love. And like, I just, I emanate that. So I bring my sparkle and I know that working with me helps people change their lives when it comes to food. And we all need food. We all struggle with it. Even the people that like to cook, like you said, you hit a wall and then you're like, what do I make? I don't know. And, and you're not inspired. And so um, I also now am setting up a whole cooking show that will be airing at the end of this month. So cool. I am going to help the world <laughs> love food. <laughs> Well, we need you for yeah. sure. Well, you know, I love Somebody it. Coming to Colorado. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I like the artistry. You're bringing the art back to it, and it's the nourishing, like I was saying, the yin. And um, yes. we don't realize how much fun it is to really eat in pleasure, and that's three times a day. We can get into oxytocin in our parasympathetic, in our tend and befriend, renew, rejuvenate through really taking the pleasure in and chewing it and delighting it and whether someone makes it for you or you learn a system. I think a system would be key. It is key and it makes things simpler. And sometimes when you are so busy that you've already put the system in place, you can grab and go. And what I suggest for clients, because you know, you buy a head of cabbage and no meal unless you're cooking for 10 needs a head of cabbage. So how do you integrate and use those that cabbage in 10 meals, but still not the same thing because that, that gets boring. Um, it's about having sauces. So I actually have a whole line of getting saucy with Amy, homemade, simple sauces that you can have on hand because you can literally make the same protein and have the same vegetables chopped up for the whole week and every day eat something different because you're going to add Mexican spice to it one day, and then you're going to add Italian spice to it one day, and then you're going to add, you know, some Thai spice, and you can make things different by just tweaking just a few ingredients. And that's the key to having the foundation of meal prep done and, you know, cook extravagant on the weekend. How fun is that? 
you know, we all love that. We all love the holiday meals for the most part. So save that energy for those amazing meals and have the other stuff already done. I can help people learn in a three to four hour span on Sunday evening or, you know, even Monday evening, do it one time. And then you have everything prepared for you for the rest of the week. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, and I think the connection to the pleasure and the food and eating fresh. Fresh. And I never, you know what, this is something I imagine that when families live together, like you said, you were in Italy and, you know, a lot of countries dinner is, is lunch. It's not, you know, supper's like the leftovers. And we literally, we eat breakfast together and lunch together and dinner together. Like there's no, there's, there's very little separation of, and from that time, it's a sacred time. And in the bigger cities, I mean, I was in a small town, but in the bigger cities, I'm sure it's as frantic as it is everywhere, you know, but in that smaller setting, people are still clung on to that and it's so important it just it's just so important and i it's not possible every day but if you already have things planned out and all you have to do is heat it up even after the games and other that you can still come in and you know it because it takes less time it's actually easier so it's it's just it's a beautiful thing it's love i mean i just I wish I could just infuse people with the joy that I have around cooking. I used to hate the kitchen. I used to think, no way, I'm not going to do that. And it's hard. And I, you know, I have to have a recipe because I, I can't just create something and it's hard. And it's you, you, but learning a system, figuring it out, you can do it. Everybody can do it. I'm like, you know, no, you have no excuse. I didn't grow up loving food. I don't like watching cooking shows but I know how to pull things together and make them simple. Another thing is that people way over overdo or overthink and with the simplest ingredients. And as we detoxify from the overdone and processed foods, real food doesn't take that much to taste good. It's true. Yeah, I like that. And I do. I think the voluminousness is when you're really enjoying it and you're eating and chewing it and it has those ripe, rich ingredients. Yes. Chewing and, and paying attention and focus. I make my clients, I said, I don't care if you eat McDonald's, you have to stop for five minutes and you have to be completely aware of what you're putting in your mouth. And that usually cures them of McDonald's. yeah I mean I've also I'm you know we love Dr. Zach Bush and he's like one of our inspirations and um I was listening to him the other day he did a whole talk on the digestive system and anyway but he said when you slow down eating you actually taste more flavors of the food because your your saliva is breaking it down and so I've been practicing that I'm like wow yeah like this avocado tastes different like five bites later than it did when I first put it in my mouth because I'm actually digesting and tasting every single note of what an avocado tastes like. And so I just think that's such a huge point to teach people that even that simple task of eating McDonald's slow (laughs) can be effective in, you know, your learning process. Absolutely. It's so key to just slow down, 
I'm like, tell me, is it crunchy? Is it soft? Is it smooth? Is it, you know, salty? Is it sweet? Is like go through this list in your head. And that is what will create the awareness and allow you to, to come into awareness. And like you said, the gut it's so connected. And if our heads are way over here, our heads take priority, um, but our gut needs focus. And so when our head's up here, our gut's like, okay, we're receiving food, but hang on to it because we don't know where the head's doing. The head's focused over here. So, you know, then people are like, well, I have heartburn after I eat. Well, it's because you're, you're not paying attention and it's just sitting in there. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's all these juices going, but, but, but really your body's saying, whoa, no, hold on, hold on. So there's just, there's so much connection to our gut and our head and how we can take the time and actually allow our bodies to be nourished, mind, body, and soul. I just, it's, it's amazing the difference if you slow down. Yeah. And I know that digestive wise, it, it wants it slow. Like we learned through conscious eating, like chew your food till it's like a piece. Like how many times we just threw chunks of food, (laughs) two bites down it goes there's no flavor and then there it is all those digestive juices not really you know having to work so much harder because it's not this mealy paste and all fluid and just makes it easier but the the mind body spirit emotions like we would do remember conscious eating when we would do that we would talk about our goals and our good stuff with our days because your, your thoughts, your emotions, it's all going into that experience and you can make that food really work for you on so many levels. This, you have a great passion, you know, for oh, it. Thank you. Doesn't it jump I, out? I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, no, it really does. And I think the systems is huge. Like I think of my aunt Kate who has three kids and she really doesn't like cooking and they eat out all the time. They go to Chick-fil-A. And so to making it simple, you know, even we say that all the time, like the simpler you can make it, the like easier it is to put into your life or even the easier it is to like make it a habit because it's a simple practice. So, you know, we love hearing systems and love hearing that that's like one of your, I guess, pillars or like ways to help people um, in this journey. Cause it's so easy to just go make pasta, red sauce and meat. Like yeah, a box of can and, <laughs> and a styrofoam box. Yeah plate um it's true and yet it's it's actually really simple to make those things from scratch if you're and you can have those ingredients people are like well the fresh stuff goes bad well it does do that but you could you could actually shop once a week and have everything you need instead of oh, i forgot this and go to the store and i actually have um i have a book it's called meal prep magic and it talks a lot about having your kitchen set up right to to be an influence to you to be a positive space and also to keep it simple and then I have a shopping list in there and it's it talks about how to systematize again here we go systems your shopping list and the way you walk through the grocery store so that you don't forget stuff like and kind of do the same thing every time and as you pass stuff you're like oh yeah I needed that like this is where I usually get this oh I think I need that thing. So even though it's not on your list, you, that you, you create kind of this, this path of, I don't even know, like awareness or um, it's a default. It's like imprinted. And if you pass something that normally I grab this, but Oh no, I have enough. I don't need that. And you keep going. Like 
it, it's so it's so cool if you get it down and i like the sauces because that would really that's the thing that a lot of people don't know how to make or they use salad dressing or bottled sauce and they don't and they're easy to make and you don't have to have all that other creepy stuff in there knowing so, what you put in your body actually adds to the emotional excitement of i know everything i'm putting in is a good thing yeah i know there's this one brand called bitchin sauce i don't know if you heard of that either. no i like it though is that local to you guys um i i it might be but it's across the country uh you should look for it it's in the refrigerator yeah, like near the hummus section but it's made from almonds and okay. i think um avocado oil so it's good oils and i i just it's i just probably spend so much money on that sauce because i put it on everything they have, need to create a recipe for you yes they have, pet, they have a pesto flavor a chipotle um caramelized onion uh cilantro something they have so many flavors they even have chocolate sauce made from almonds but um yeah i love the sauce thing too because I'm even thinking like the plastic consumption as you know, you're buying all this stuff in plastic. If you could just make your sauces and your dressings that are just straight from the veggie aisle, you know, of course, you know, some oils and things, but like that is also, you know, you're helping the macro and the micro with your service you have. Yeah. I'm it's, 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 it's going to be a ripple effect. That's my vision. Well, it is because food is the, you know, food and water. That's pretty much it. We're yeah. one big yeah. digestion. We're digesting <laughs> thoughts. We're digesting emotions. We're digesting, you know, you know, all of our physical, you know, things we put in there. And yeah. really you are building yourselves with all of that. And so when you can say, oh gosh, I do this three times a day. Let me make it work for me. Like you were saying, there's all this additional stress and nobody needs another reason. But I just love the sauce idea because I'm not a saucer. <laughs> oh, great. We'll send you some getting saucy videos. I think we need some saucy recipes from Amy. <laughs> saucy. They're so simple. Like just the simplest stuff. Even if you want to avoid, um, you know, people need to do low sodium. They do this. Just lime and avocado oil. You would be shocked equal parts, or if you don't like the lime so much, a little bit, add a little bit more avocado oil. I love avocado oil. I know you mentioned that earlier because it doesn't have a strong flavor. And so you can infuse flavors into it so easily, but that like, talk about pizzazzing a salad with anything on it. Like it's so simple. It doesn't cover things up. It just adds this layer of, Ooh, that's yummy, but it's so simple. And I make that and people are like, Oh, you know, this must take a lot of ingredients. I'm like, so easy. Hey listeners, did you know that we sell Kangen water ionizers? We consider it the number one sustainability tool because not only do we get to drink the best hydrogen-rich antioxidant water, we also get to detox our home from all the chemicals and cleaners, get to use some of the seven kinds of water for different health ales, and we save the earth of plastic and toxins. Yes, and who doesn't want to help this earth back to homeostasis, just like our bodies? Researchers show now that hydrogen is the number one antioxidant you can add to your life. So what easier way than just changing the type of water you're drinking for you and your family? This water is micro-clustered, so it can actually hydrate you at a cellular level, helping your longevity, your immunity, and your vitality. So if you want to help us spread the awareness of Kangen water ionizers, 
and purchase one today, check the links below and join our team and help us spread the word about healing water. All right, let's get back to the magic. You know, way back we took Omec and that was yeah. maybe the point of it because where you were in Italy, like when families are together and you grow up and you watch people processing and creating food, you understand a lot of these things and you understand flavor. And that's why I always love, like someone who loves to cook, their food is so freaking good. Well, it's because there's love infused into it. And when you're stressed out and you're cooking, I'm sorry, but there's stress infused into it. So, you know, it's just not, or there, or there's, it's not necessarily even stress. What I find with people, because we'll make the same thing. And my sister-in-law is like, I don't understand. Yours is like better. <laughs> I'm like, cause you're indifferent. You don't care either way. You're just putting ingredients together. Or I'm like, ooh, look at this and put a little bit of this. And ooh, that. ooh yes, I like this. Oh, this is going to be so good. Like this is just the difference. And that's our personalities and that's fine. And some people, you know what? Not everybody's meant to be in the kitchen. That's okay. Then you just need me. Yeah. And I, you know, it is really a fun artistry. Like women love artistry and we don't always know, like we might like artistry and dressing or I like it in gardening and you can easily transfer that to anything. Once you like creativity and artistry in one, it's just bringing it into something else. But like you said, the main tools, like I didn't really learn to cook from my mom she wasn't a big, you know, um, we did more of like the Polish. We came from the immigrants. And so it was like a meat and potatoes and right. we had canned weird right. stuff though. What was that stuff? Spam. <laughs> but, um, I, and I was, you know, it wasn't, we didn't have a sense around mealtime that I think we did at one time and we've lost it and the conversation and the, Cause it's even oh, the love. The yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm well, I mean, I love the title. I think of what you said, like love is, or sorry, food is love and healing. I mean, we are in such a crisis for health and to focus on your food is such an easy way. I mean, we say that about water, like just changing the type of water you're drinking to filtered water, even ionized water, like can really up level your health. And just like, you know, really focusing on your food and what you're putting in your body and how you're creating it. I mean, my partner says it all the time. He likes my cooking over his mom's because I do put more love into it. Sorry. <laughs> it's true. And the water piece is huge. And people are like, I think we've ha be had this huge disconnect. You know, you know, you need to drink water and some people are good, but they're still drinking tap water and they don't understand how dead tap water is right and to have things and filters and different systems that help rejuvenate and to it, it makes such a difference to our bodies and the psychological part to knowing that you're doing something good for yourself that it it's a layer that's in there that seems a little bit woo woo but it's true and I feel like that's a huge piece to health is paying attention. So you're paying attention to the water you're drinking. You're paying attention to the choices of not getting it in a plastic water bottle. You know, you're paying attention and that creates the awareness of our bodies. It's the same with food, paying attention, McDonald's or not, what you're putting in creates this awareness that you're like, Oh, wait a minute. Maybe I don't want to be 
doing that, or I feel so much better when I'm putting higher quality ingredients or higher quality water in me. And, and it's like this, this cycle of awareness and, Ooh, and Ooh, I'm doing something good for myself and this makes me feel good. And so I'm going to do it some more. And then, you know, we create this movement and energy that I think is profound. If we could get people to jump on the wagon. Love that. Yeah. And that's like vitality. Yeah. You know, that awareness helps us feel what makes us feel good and do more of that. And then we're emotionally excited that goes into everything we do. And that's how you raise your frequency. Mm-hmm. It's a frequency of joy and really liking, like you don't even have to love cooking, but knowing you have a system and you have the good stuff there and you can learn simply how to do this, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, got it covered. Yeah, Amazing. it could even just be a sensation of accomplishment yeah. that, that rises your vibration, right? That gives you energy. Okay, I got this. It's, it, oh, I can do this. It's not fun. But and there's all these things that we have to do that aren't fun. But if you have a system set in place to get it done, then you're like, whoa, got it done. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and things become fun when you get into the creativity of it and you understand that has power beyond ingredients and all of that. You know, that's the power. Like, hey, we're feeding ourselves. How can we do this easy, efficiently, in some sense of joy? Knowing, you know, I don't know, I, I can totally, I spend a lot of time trying to share with people and women, like, this is nourishing, like, we live for this, maybe not just cooking, but nourishing. And so when we start to realize how that fills us and how we fill others, and that's kind of part of our sacred space of the home, um, just being the nourishers of the environment and the place and as you step into that role in little ways here and there, food being one of them, you change how you just feel about being a woman, how you're doing it, how you're stressed, because you got to do things. Like you said, it's yeah. about vibe. It's beautiful. That's so, that's so true. I love your focus on nourish is so real and so uh, a big part. And you, as you nourish your family, because you set a system in place that makes a difference and you're nourishing partners and even animals, you know, if <laughs> you're feeding your animals, higher quality stuff, and you know, you're doing the right thing and it's feeding their bodies. Well, <laughs> there's this, this, Ooh, I got this. <laughs> and, and I think that that is huge and very feminine power is we want to nourish. We want, whether it's through, you know, just comfort or food or, or water or all of those things are deep desire, I think, is to nourish people, to give to people. And food is definitely one way to do that. Amazing. Well, is there like one thing you could help people get inspired or like tell our listeners to start cooking for themselves? Or you said awareness, I guess, to kind of tap into that. Is there anything you could share? My challenge to you and your listeners is to take five minutes at the beginning of your meal, undistracted, and pay attention to what's going in your mouth. Pay attention to the textures, pay attention to the salt or the sweet, and really just, even if you have to close your eyes, just savor it and and tell your body how excited you are that you're taking this in to nourish and to feed and to be energized, and it will make a big difference in your day-to-day eating. 
That is a really good one. That is. It's, it's so key. And you know what? You have three times a day. And even if you just did it one of those days. And that'd be exactly. Start with one. Start with whatever it is undistracted and you'll it will start to make a difference and you'll crave it it's just like you know when you start drinking good water you crave good water more of it right when you start eating real vegetables and tasting the textures and the flavors and paying attention to it you start craving more so it's just it like it's it takes one step one step to head you down that trail trail I can't talk. <laughs> yes i love that and i i am gonna have to ask what about dessert amy what do, what do you do about that dessert is so fun you can hide vegetables in dessert two of my three of my favorite things one of is a red velvet cake brown or red velvet cake and i use beets beer red okay um and then i do brownies with sweet potatoes and i also do brownies with avocado um but yeah sneaky sneaky i learned how to sneak all kind of veggies into Desserts even. I even bet like Italians are like big on their sweets, right? Totally fooled them with my red velvet cake. Wow. I was wow. so proud. So proud. It was dairy-free and gluten-free and full of vegetables and nobody knew. That's impressive. <laughs> really good. I'm like getting excited. You can make the frosty out of cashews and it's like creamy. It's like no butter. It's amazing. Amazing what you can do. Just have to Find the spark, the idea, or or be encouraged to find those things. It's amazing what you can do with food. Yeah, and I think, too, you probably in your book have, you know, the right appliance. You know what I mean? It's not you need 25 kitchen things. You need the right ones. You need to know what they do and how to do. Yeah. The, the ones you like the most. I have a whole chapter on that. Setting up the kitchen so that it's usable to you, so that you have the right tools, like I have my favorite tools. When I travel, I have a box that's full of my favorite tools and one's an Instapot. I have a mandolin. I have my knives. I have certain spatulas and little whisks that I love, right? <laughs> mm, I love that. Yeah. I had to ask because I do make a really great gluten-free azuki bean brownie. Ooh. Yum. We need the recipe swap. Yeah. Recipe swap. And uh, one other thing, because I, I do, I like to get creative in the kitchen and um, I saw something the other day with jicama and like making jicama um, tortillas with the mandolin. So I need a mandolin in my kitchen. I don't have one, but instead of like having a tortilla, the tortilla is a jicama because they're kind of like oval and you make the mandolin. So um, yeah, I was just, yeah, I love sharing this. Stuff. I want pictures. When you do that, you have to show me a picture. Tell me how it goes. I will. I don't have a mandolin, so they're a little thicker and a little uneven, but they're still really tasty. They're crunchy. They actually have kind of like apple-y taste, so people make apple yeah. stuff with them, like apple. You can make rolls. What about like, you know, that cheese, that, that cheese uh, slicer thing that just does one slice? Do you have one of those? Do you know what I'm talking oh, nice. about? Yeah. Yeah. The fancy cheese thingy. Maybe you could at least make long somethings and, oh. Great idea. Look at us go. Look at us go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, well, girls, I have to come there and cook with you sometime then. <laughs> yes, come to Colorado. We would love that. Oh, my love. God. I would love to know the setup. Where? Amazing, amazing. We are at the top of the episode. Um, are there any last nuggets you want to leave our listeners before we finish today, Amy? 
Food is love and it loves you. You just need to spark that relationship. Mm, it does. And wow. it's such such a holistic healing art, I'd say. So thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, ladies. The episode isn't quite over yet, listeners. Or YouTubers. If you haven't given us a like, subscribed, left us a review, or commented on any platform, we would really appreciate you showing us some love here at the Magical Holistic Healing Arts. Remember, Kangen Water and our grab bag for the podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and stay vibrant out there.